you are the podcast master. Are you good? I think so. You got food everywhere. Mm-hmm. I got a little bu- Bucky's, white cheddar, beaver nuggets. I'm eating a cracker, peanut butter cracker. And I have three little oranges sitting here <laughs> next to my Dr. Pepper Zero. You know what everybody's thinking right now? What? Are you pregnant? <laughs> no, my God. <laughs> no. You literally have a whole bag of Bucky's, like cheddar, white cheddar beaver nuggets, three oranges, a diet Dr. Pepper, and you're shoveling peanut butter crackers out in your mouth. I'm hungry. What's wrong with the way I open these? You open them like a serial killer. Instead of like opening them in the little open notch and then pulling to the side where there's like a corner open he pulled like straight down the middle of the bag where there's like a full like two inch section down the side of the the whole side of the bag there's no like rolling the top over and resealing this bag. i pulled the little pre-cut little pulley thingy yeah but you need to pull bag. it like to the side when you do it yeah or pull it straight down no you don't pull your zipper your zipper goes up and down. You don't pull it to the side. I know, but it's not the side of a package. You know how the, rude it is that you're shoveling food in your mouth and you to are. Do a podcast? The yeah, little, but I'm only doing it when you're the, talking. The little opening thing's not in the middle of the bag either, like your zipper is in the middle of your pants. This is on the side. I'm right on this. I'm 100% right. Whatever. Cycle. I'm going to sh- take a picture of this. These are so good. Show the world how you open this, and I will get the, I'll get the verdict, the final verdict. Okay. Here we go. You ready to start this thing? Yeah. Big thanks to WSM Auctioneers for being a part of the podcast family, being a part of the West family uh, in general. Make sure you check them out online. Make sure you check them out on social media, WSM Auctioneers. Um, man, they're amazing. They're, they're, they're just such good people, and I know we've talked about this. But it's WSM underscore auctioneers. Matter of fact, John was on the last podcast. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's literally just you and me in a room and you're whispering off the microphone. Yes. It's our podcast. We can talk about whatever we want to talk about. Well, I was going to say, like. We got a sweet new side by side. Yeah. Yeah. And this is drove an all the on, way to Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, drove all the way to Phoenix, Arizona, and picked this side by side up and brought it home. But it is an online auction, so it's perfect because I scroll that thing all the time looking for goodies. Yeah, I kind of wish that maybe uh, Megan never would have found out about them, but here we are. And the easy way to find them again: WSM underscore auctioneers on Instagram. But log on to wsmauctioneers.com. Because every month they have an online auction, and I tell you what, it is well worth the time out of your day. It's convenient. You don't have to go anywhere. All you got to do is log on to the website and um, check out all the amazing stuff that's on there. So we drove around a little <laughs> bit while with John when we were there. Oh, I'm and- surprised I didn't spend my entire year's. <laughs> Yeah. Earnings. Um, There's so much stuff there. I mean, from everything, there's like football pads and gear to vehicles to boom trucks to... Everything. Big, small equipment, vehicles. But one of the best parts was we were driving and we were like checking out the lot and out of the corner of my eye, I saw a car there (laughs) with a bunch of bullet holes in it. And I was like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 stop the car. I was like what i was like is that like from a police auction like from a shooting and it actually was from like this local sheriff's office or something but it was just a practice vehicle they used at the range but it was still pretty cool i wanted to buy it bring it to oklahoma and just shoot at it like it's one of those it's one of those like you get a really mean scary guard dog to sit out in the yard this would be our like are you this was the last person that orange peels on my beautiful kitchen table um yes and it's our kitchen table the the lady that cleans this house is going to be so oh i just yeah never mind forget it i am the lady that cleans <laughs> the house and i'm good with the orange pills thank you uh okay you're not mad it's not going to be sticky or anything no i'm doing it right i'm doing it carefully and there's no like it's not messy is there a wrong way to peel an orange yeah <laughs> about lost a thumb trying to peel an orange a couple of weeks ago you try to peel it and then you it drop. It squished in my hand. Yeah, it's squished in your hand. 
And then you dropped the whole thing on the ground. I was so pissed. <laughs> I was so mad. It was like our one snack. I don't remember where we were, but it went right into the arena dirt. And I was like, there's no saving that. Hey, I also want to say thanks to Beck's sunglasses and uh, encourage you to check them out online as well. Same thing on Instagram, Bex Sunglasses. Pretty easy to find, at B-E-X Sunglasses. And you can log on to BexSunglasses.com. When you do that, make sure you use the code... Matt. You spell it... M A T. In, in, M-A-T-T. Yeah. Uh, by the way, she was shoving an orange in her mouth. No, when I, I can't her. stop eating. Here's the, here's the thing. It's Easter Sunday. We ate a lot of food for lunch. Mm-hmm. And a lot. <laughs> we really felt like we were done eating for the day. But it's like, what, eight o'clock tonight? And I'm all of a sudden starving to death. So I'm grasping at everything that's available. So do people still have the, uh, like the typical Easter meals, you know, like Christmas, Thanksgiving, everybody kind of has the, the turkey, the ham. What is... Ham is Easter. Ham is Easter? Mm-hmm. I feel like like deviled eggs are Easter. Yeah, ham, deviled eggs. That's like classic Easter food. Yeah. Huh. I mean, in my house, we always had ham, baked beans, um, and then my grandma's famous noodles, which... Uh, Sue I think pretty much nailed. I'm, I'm, today. A, I'm a chicken and noodles guy yeah. uh, or turkey, whatever. I am. I love it. Love it. You could do that for Easter. You could do it for Christmas. You could do it for my birthday. You could do it for a random Tuesday. Like I'm, I'm in. I'm always in on noodles. Promise. Promise. I will make them once a week. Promise. <laughs> okay. Um, but anyways, BexSunglasses.com. <laughs> Use the code Matt, M-A-T-T. Save you a little money with our friends at Beck Sunglasses. Um, also, shout out to everybody that has reached out to us the last couple of weeks and said, hey, we need more podcasts. Shout out to everybody that has tagged us or screenshot and put it up online and uh, just said positive things about the podcast. Man, it's, it's, it's awesome. And you can vouch for me. Every time somebody sends us a message, like I get this overwhelming sense of like, I don't, I guess just joy. I hate to sound cheesy, but like it literally fills my cup to the brim. Well, so. I mean, yeah. I, I Even now, like I remember when I, you know, when I didn't live here and I. Oh, the good old days. <laughs> shut up. And a lot <laughs> of the time, like I would listen to your podcast to learn about you and learn about the business and, you know, that sort of thing. And so like I've now I've been on both sides of it. Like I remember Are you trying to say that I wasn't a good communicator in the beginning? No, 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 no. I remember the first time you mentioned the thing on the podcast. And <laughs> and like that being like a thing, you know? And so now here I'm here I am sitting here like basically taking it to another level. <laughs> basically taking it to another level? I mean you got a ring on your finger. <laughs> No, like, I meant the podcast. <laughs> I feel like we've taken it to another level. I, I hope. Uh, no, Holy but cow. no, it's still like amazing that like people tag me in the podcast and I'm like, dang, that's so, that's so cool. cool. Yeah. I, I can't believe anybody listens, but uh, I'm, I'm really glad you guys do. So anyways, um, thanks for the feedback. Thanks to everybody that subscribes to the podcast. Thanks to, uh, again, everybody that tags us on social media. It's, it's, it's overwhelming. Yeah, it really is. Like a lot of things in life right now are are overwhelming. What's Should overwhelming? we catch everybody up on the wedding planning? Because you know that's the question that everybody... I put out, oh, I got to get better at doing things in a timely manner because we were going to record this podcast a week ago when we were in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, for? For Road to the Horse. And we'll, we'll get into that in a minute. But man, life can be very overwhelming sometimes. And to be honest with you... I need to be better at time management or uh, here's the deal. I am I am working daily on being better at time management, but the biggest thing that I, I continue to strive to do is keep my priorities straight. And I feel like when we were in Fort Worth, Texas, uh, I spent a lot of the day working and stressing and my mind was going a million miles an hour and I didn't want that to carry over and like... Uh, bleed into like our time and so at the end of that day instead of worrying about doing more work i just wanted to stop and spend time together uh until we fell asleep which was probably about 15 20 minutes and so i i, I don't ever want to 
not prioritize time together. And I think that that's something that a lot of people forget to do is like we get so caught up in the hustle and bustle and trying to build brands and build businesses and, you know, market and network and all this other crap. Make that money. Like just, I, yeah, everybody gets so caught up in finances and everything. But at the end of the day, and I heard somebody say this the other day, and it was it was, it, it was one of the best pieces of advice that I think a person can can give or get and that was make relationships over making money i just think that's such an important you know make a real friend over making money yeah because the money's going to come and go and spend but you know those friends are going to be there god willing through so many ups and downs and everything and, and you've got an ally you've got a team member you've got somebody in your family that'll always have your back and i just think that that's something that we need to uh, focus more on is I get it. Everybody wants to pay the bills. Everybody wants to get rich. Everybody wants to do this, do that, whatever. But at the end of the day, if you don't have people around you that genuinely care about you, what good is all that crap? You know, yeah, who like cares who, if you have a big house? If you're sitting in that thing alone, it's, you know. And you've always been so good at like making me feel like a priority, even when you're super busy. I mean, even during work, you know, you're in the middle of announcing, you'll send me texts and just say hi and, you know, tell me you love me or you're thinking about me or whatever. Oh, my and- bosses hear that. <laughs> I'm <laughs> and- kidding. Did I make it seem like I cared? <laughs> and, you know, just little things like that. And it's like, you've always, always done so well at that. And it hasn't changed. It hasn't, you know, that stuff didn't wear off. Like, you hear people say things like, and I don't want to go down a a negative road, but we're very much open about like we're in love. And like, we, (laughs) we like aren't afraid to show it. Like you're only human. I can't blame you. We match outfits. Like it's a whole thing. Uh Twice (laughs) today. Um, but like people say, oh, you just wait, you know, yeah, they're in the, the honeymoon, honeymoon phase, phase like over. that. And it's like, well, maybe for Pick y'all. the right person. Right. Like I, I truly believe that in 10 years, in 20 years, Matt's still going to be slapping my butt, telling me I'm cute. If not, I'm st- then I'm trading you in for a new model. <laughs> still, you know, we're still going to be matching outfits. Like we're still going to be having fun and we're still going to be telling each other we love each other 500 times a day. Yeah, like, I think that all comes down to, you know, who you choose or who you find as your partner. And I think more importantly, it, it comes down to your mindset. Again, I feel like it comes up in every episode, but the way that you center your thoughts and and, and the way that you focus your, um, you know, your mentality, like, like we focus on those things. We focus on having fun. We make it a priority to enjoy each other. And that's not just, you know, because we're not married yet. It's not because we're still in the honeymoon phase or any of that crap. Like, that's not going to change. Like, you know, people used to say, well, when she moves in, you guys are actually living together. It'll change because you, then you're together all the time. No, I feel like we have more fun now that we're together all the time, that yeah, we live in the like, same space, it that did we change, but drive it, a million miles together. Yeah. yeah, but it changed for the better. But really, we were talking about this the other day. We're together all day, every day, like mm-hmm. for the most part. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's days where we've literally been in the same room or doing the same things yeah. all day. And I, at the end of the day, I look at you and I'm like, I feel like I haven't seen you all day. Like I miss you. And so even though we may be in the same building or doing the same thing or whatever, you know, there's still, there's still a point to focus on each other and make each other the priority. Yeah. I mean, just because you're in the same room and you're working, you know, or if you're focusing on getting stuff done, you know, I mean, you still, I think you can, I think you can be right next to each other all day and still miss each other because you just, there's something different about that time that you spend directly engaged right you know, with each other. And sometimes I'm not going to lie. Sometimes our time spent together directly engaged is holding hands in bed while Matt's asleep. And I'm watching Dateline because he's (laughs) fully exhausted from work and it's seven o'clock and we just, we don't even have it in us to, to talk. My thing is this guys, I know 
There's a lot of you out there that are doing your 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 best to provide for your family. Don't get so caught up in providing for your family that you lose sight of prioritizing your family. Does that make sense? Yes. So your time is far more valuable than the money that you will make to give them a good life. I've seen that happen so many times. Yeah. Anyway, what's this quote? is not where this podcast was <laughs> supposed the, to go. What's the quote? Like, don't get so busy trying to... Build a life build a that life you forget that, to live a life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just made that up. I don't know if that's the quote it's, you were talking it's about. It's something. But, but I like it's that. something like that. Like something to that effect. Like, you know, are you? And I get it. There's people, and we're there too, that have the side hustles because we have to to pay the bills. Mm-hmm. Like it is what it is. But and we're working on new ones constantly. Like, but and I'm not saying wine and dine dates and things like that. But literally, like. <clears throat> You know, if you guys are walking to the store together, hold hands, like just little things like that is what makes the world yeah. a difference, you know? Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> anyway. Hey, this was uh, not where we were I, going I don't with understand. this. There's, there's something I really don't understand and it's been bothering me for a little bit now. Um, why did you move the beaver nuggets to the other end of the table so i wouldn't eat them well hand them to me because i'm not really worried about you okay no they're gonna (laughs) no they're gonna you're gonna eat them all all right we're going to bucky's it's like a five hour drive to the closest bucky's worth it totally worth it all right so anyways i'm reloaded um we've been talking oh no no you asked wedding planning updates oh so go ahead (laughs) (laughs) um well, there's really not. I mean, I guess in my mind, there's no updates, but I don't know how often I talk about it. We're we haven't talked much haven't talked about, about it in a while, but um, we're having some things like personalized and made, and so we're waiting on those. And it's just one of those once those things are ready and that sort of thing, then we'll kind of have an idea as far as a date goes, and then we can figure that out. But like, really, there's no, no let's just cut the crap. Let's be honest. We're waiting on our rings to get made. There's a guy that is custom building our rings. And if he doesn't get them done in a timely manner, then we'll talk about him on this podcast. <laughs> he will. If he does get them done and, we'll and they're amazing, then we'll talk favorably about him on this podcast. But there's other things we're waiting on too. But right. like, you know, we're we're really taking the time and stuff to get personalized things like that. Rings, I'm having some stuff made and things like that, but we're not in a big rush. There's, I mean, there's no rush to get married. Obviously I don't want to wait 10 years. Um, and I want to move forward, but it's just one of those God's timing kind of thing. So the wheels are spinning. I'm still not ready to announce like location or estimated time frame. I mean, I would go ahead and say that it is this year. <laughs> we hope we hope. Yeah, I also thought I was going to have a job in 2020, you know, through the entire year. Kind of reflecting on that a little bit earlier today, too, you know, looking back. And for everybody, it's been a year, guys. That's so crazy. Think about that. A year ago, we were all sitting in our homes or we were all driving the back roads or going for walks or just sitting. Staring at the TV. Staring at the TV. Wondering what the... What the what? Yeah, wondering, you know, what's going to happen in the world. And look, we're a year forward. Um, do you want to talk politics? No. Okay, so anyway, so I'll keep it positive then. Um, but at the end of the day, a year ago, none of us knew what was going to happen. We we had no idea where we were going, what it was going to look like, if any of us were ever going to get to go back to work or whatever. We survived. We made it. It's a year later. Um, I could really get into the whole 14 days to flatten the curve. I could get into the political side of things. But we're not going to. So, but <laughs> I, 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 and I venture to say that, like me personally, me as your girlfriend turned fiance during that, me as a business owner in all aspects, I came out better. Same. I thrived Same. during that. Um, it was just one of those, you're faced with an obstacle and you either just sit down and kind of give up or you figure it out. And I think we figured it out in a, a bunch of different ways. And um, when it goes it, back to every day, you got to keep, not really keep your head on a swivel, but you got to keep your eyes open for 
opportunity. Right. And I think that was the biggest thing was, you know, everybody was just caught up in their life and going on down the road and doing the same old, same old. Well, you have to keep your eyes peeled for opportunity and, and, and not be afraid of opportunity. That's one of the biggest things that I've had. Um, I don't want to say holding me back, but that's that, that's a thing that I've dealt with in life is like I'm scared to take a jump into bigger opportunities, different opportunities. And who knows? Maybe that changes soon. I, I don't know, you know, it's something I'm working on and saying, okay, let's start this business over here or let's chase this business or something else, you know? How do you think, like when you say like, I feel like it holds you back a little bit, why do you think that is? Fear. I think the biggest adversity any of us have in our life is fear. Uh, fear of the unknown, fear of losing, fear of failure, fear of not being right. Um, I think that being scared of things keeps everyone from realizing their full potential, myself included. So have you ever, and you don't have to like go into detail, but have you ever... All right, because it's still my podcast. <laughs> have you ever... <laughs> Everything else in the house is yours, but the podcast still has my name on it. Have you ever... Um, not done something, not taken an opportunity, not because of fear or whatever. And now you regret it and you're mad at yourself. And like, does that ever come up? Do you regret? No. Uh, wonder what it would have been like. Yes. I, I, I have a hard time with regret because we make the decisions we make in life and we have to deal with them and we have to live with them and move forward. Um, and I, I mean, I, same thing. I don't like the word regret. Yeah. I take it as a lesson learned. Yeah. Now it's up to me to learn the lesson the first time. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll have to do yeah. it like five or six times, yeah. but I, just don't, I don't like the word regret. I think it puts a negative spin on things. And, and I think that it, it, it just feels like, oh, you know, oh, you know, I like where my life is. Like I, like I love the life I have today, and I feel like the word regret changes that, and, and it makes you wish things were different. Which, right, because I feel like no matter what, good, bad, hard, easy, whatever, the path you took mm -hmm. is right where you're supposed yep. to be. Are there some things that, you know, hindsight 2020, and looking back, are there opportunities that I probably would have pushed a little different or... Uh, changed the way I looked at. Absolutely, I think. I think. But I think that's part of the whole yeah. lesson learned thing. You know, like trusting that that was God's um, challenge and lesson, and that you what could you learn from it? Yeah. And anytime that something like that similar comes up, you go back to that and say, "Okay, what did I learn the last time from this? Mm -hmm. What What am I going to do this time?" Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that's that's important to keep in mind because. At the end of the day, we're faced with decisions every single day of our life, every hour, every minute, every second of our life. We, we're faced with decisions that we make, and most of the time we do it subconsciously. And I mean, you think about it, we have to make the decisions to when we stop to get gas, when we decide to go work out, when we decide to eat, you know, and our, our bodies and our minds tell us different things. But at the end of the day, we make those decisions. Uh, subconsciously most of the time. But when you're faced with one of those really tough, hard life decisions, like, okay, am I going to do this or do that? You got to make one. Are you? Do you think you're an overthinker? I think in some aspects I, I am a severe overthinker. And I think in some aspects I'm as far from it as you could imagine. Do you feel like when you overthink, you overthink towards the negative or do you overthink like a dreamer? Like what could come from both. this? I, I think both. I think. See, I feel like I'm a negative overthinker and I am trying to get out of that. You talk yourself out of things. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Same. No, or I just constantly run all of the negative things that could happen or whatever through my head. Okay, but I think it starts as like a quote-unquote dreamer and you think about all these big ideas and it's like, okay, man, we this could happen and this could happen and this can happen. But then I start to overanalyze and I nitpick and it spins negative and I talk myself out of it. Like, okay, so like for instance, we went to the store the other day and I went out and sat in the car and you had arm full of rugs, 
right? Yes. And what happened? Like we go to the <laughs> sto- like this. I don't know what it's called. At home. At home. We went whatever, to like a but- home decor store, and I've been wanting to go to the store for probably a year. A long time. And it's in Tulsa. We're never, anytime we're in Tulsa, it's either like on our way to somewhere or on our way home. And it's like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Well, we had the opportunity to go. And I was like, I'm just going to run in there really quick. It'll be fun. Whatever. I walked through, I grabbed the things I wanted. And immediately I'm like, I don't need this rug. And so I started to like walk back towards the rugs and I put the rugs back and then I'm like, well, I don't need these hangers. So I walk over to the hangers and I put the hangers back and I'm like, I don't need these pillows. And I walk back to the pillows and it, and I ended up, I walked through the store, picked out all the stuff I wanted, the colors, everything. I walked right back through the store, put it all up and walked out with nothing because I'm like, yeah, I didn't need it. I, I don't, I'm not ready to commit to the throw pillow covers or the curtains or the rugs I wanted. And I do that all the time. Why? I don't know. I think it's just one of those things like, do I really need this? Like, is this really necessary? And sometimes like if I don't like, this is why I'm so different on Amazon. I throw that thing in the cart, buy it. It's done. I don't think about it. But when I have to carry it around and really like decide, and then I'm like, I'm going to walk out of the store with like a cart full of stuff and Matt is going to kill me. And I'm like, I don't need it. It's fine. And I just go put it back. I wonder, I, I just don't understand why we do that. I mean, I'm because, because I go back to like the whole, like, do I really need this? Like, is this really something I need or do I need to I'm a, I'm a constant worrier and a saver of money. And yeah, but it's in the, in the same breath, I'm a guy that says, if you want something, get it. I know. And that's like something we've struggled with since day one, yeah. but because you do, you struggle about money. Yes. You struggle about things like that. And, I and am I, like the know. type of person that looks at the bank account app 500 times a day. I, I have alerts set up where every penny that comes out of accounts or in accounts I know about. And I don't know why other than I've just lived my whole life working and... Same. But therein lies where I'm different because I know that, yeah, get it. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to work. I'm going to find a way to take care of it. I just, I just, I just know but that it, I'm going to work. Like I Even if say, I lose my job tomorrow, like I'm going to find another job. I'm going to do something. I know. But, and I want to say like, he's not like, he's not a crazy, but like he doesn't yeah, I'm just not buy going out buying a brand new. Uh, <laughs> like he says that Corvette. and it sounds like bad. It's really not like that. But like, I, I don't know. I've just always been that way. And so that instant gratification of me getting it, holding it, and then I go put it up and then I'm like, I don't need it. It's Did you fine. really think I wanted to buy a brand new Corvette? Yes. When we I know you do. Yesterday? No, I really don't. Like I have no desire to buy a Corvette. Well then quit driving through there and There's looking at them. There's a couple of like muscle cars that I'd like to have, but. Car, I'm not, Corvette. A, I'm not no. a car person. Like that doesn't do it for me. Well. <laughs> I'd rather have insurance and like <laughs> life insurance, a giant savings account. Like that's the kind of stuff that does it for me. Mm, I'm a yeah. simple girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't uh, care what you drive. <laughs> um, uh, it's making me wonder if we should go back and reevaluate our relationship. Not not in that sense, but remember when we did the love language deal? Yeah. I'm wondering if maybe we shouldn't retake that test. Oh, 100%. I think it's changed. Do you, is that even a thing? Like, can can your love language change? I mean, I don't see why it wouldn't. I feel like, too, because... Especially, okay. I feel like mine's changed. I know yours has. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have never been in a relationship like this before, obviously. God, I'd hope not. <laughs> no, but like, I've never, I'm just, I wasn't born and raised into a family that said I love you. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just one of those things that's known. And so... Like to this day, even when I talk to my close family members and stuff, I don't, we don't end the conversations with I love you, but we say I love you 500 times a day, at least. Well, I mean, you always say it for, (laughs) so I don't blame you. And like, if we don't, something's wrong, you know, like it's just a thing. And so I think that like my love language could change because I've never had love like this. So I didn't know Cause if you stopped tomorrow and didn't tell me you love me anymore, I would be like crushed. So 
I think that Noted. You're, <laughs> I, I, lo- I think your love language can change. And like for the record, I'm always been words of affirmation. I knew that I needed. I need to know everything's okay. I need you to tell me, even when we're fighting. I'm starting to think that like because when we did it, I was acts of service. But I'm starting to think that maybe you, I'm more words of affirmation now. No, you're both. I don't. Can you be both? Yes. You need me to tell you you're hot while I'm rubbing your feet. <laughs> Like, you need that in your life. <laughs> you do. Okay. Do you disagree? You no. <laughs> I sound like such a sleazeball on Why? this podcast. No, you don't. Yes, you need to do this for me, and you need to tell me this, and blah, blah, blah. I don't blah. think you like, can really help your love language. Like, it's just part of you. No, but I sound like such a jerk. You need all the things. <laughs> you need the words. You need the acts of service. Like, you want me to bring you gifts. No, shut up. (laughs) I'm just kidding. That's not not true. But but for some people, that's the deal. And I, I mean, which is fine. I mean, what to each their own, whatever. But I think knowing your love language is super important. I know it's not my love language. What? Um, you helping me in certain situations. Okay, like what? This podcast. Uh, I mean, no. Did you say this podcast? (laughs) Yeah. No, like your unhealthy obsession with my nose hairs. Okay, in my defense, I spend a lot of time looking at your profile. Like my, my, like my Facebook profile? No, or? millennial, your side profile. Like, who does that? You're such... Uh, what a weirdo. You are a weirdo. No, your side profile, because you're always driving and I'm always looking at you. And so the sun always hits it just right, and I see those stragglers. And I <laughs> want to help you out. So I'm like, hold still. I got this. No, no. You <laughs> never give me that warning. I just got beaver nuggets all over the microphone. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. What do you want me to... You'd be so mad at me if like you saw yourself on TV or something and your nose hairs were like poking out saying hi to everybody. I promise I won't notice. Well, because you won't ever see yourself. You don't watch yourself. Yeah. But this that's my job to make sure you look good. Um. Yeah, but I don't think cameras ever get close enough to me to see the nose hairs. Or the other thing. Remember when I said I was words of affirmation and you're sitting here telling me all the things I'm doing wrong? No, you're you're amazing. <laughs> you're 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 you doing can swing it back right. around and tell me something good. Yeah, I want to tell you something good. Okay. Um let's talk a little bit about why we've been a little delayed on this podcast. Let's talk about our trip to Fort Worth. Okay. Um, obviously, there for Road to the Horse. I know many of you that listen to this podcast tuned in and saw it on the Cowboy Channel. So thank you. Um, one of my, f- you know what? Hmm. What? One of my. Audible. No, it's just it, it's one of my two favorite events of the entire year. Road to the horse. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I love it. I, I man, I, I just I love that event because obviously it's incredible what these people do with horses, but at the same time the quality of people is unreal. Yeah. Like, and I don't mean just the people that I work with. I don't mean just the competitors. I don't mean just the 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 company, the fans, the people that genuinely get invested in this event. It Um, was crazy. Okay, so this was my first road to the horse. And if you don't know what we're talking about, in short, it is a... It's it's the world championship of Colt starting. Yes. So I'd never been to road to the horse. The first time I ever saw it was in 2019. Matt and I had just like started talking. Yeah, we had been... We hadn't even met in person yet. Right. Correct. And so I watched a little bit of it on Ride Pass. Um, and so I knew it was pretty amazing. Um, but this year I was obviously there and I was so like, it's okay. So it starts early in the morning. Mm-hmm. Matt would have like 630 meetings or whatever. And so I would show up doors open to like 815 or something. And so I would show up at 815 and the line to get in would be like down the road. Mm -hmm. It was insane. The amount of people that were there, all of them very nice 
yeah. very dedicated, that. very into it. I mean, and I didn't really know what to expect because obviously I'd never been before. So you go in and it was like, it's, it was kind of like the, the thing I could relate it to was golf. Like where you go to a golf t- match or whatever it's called, the golf game. I don't even know. But it's like everyone's quiet. Like you couldn't talk to anybody. Like it's not like a rodeo where everyone's sharing and like talking and drinking beer and like, you know, it's like everyone is like so... They're, they're into it yeah they're and it's it. and it was insane but it was also so emotional like every single day i was crying because i saw like i'm not kidding like no i, I get saw it because the i've been connection that way every year. Yep. between the competitors and the animals and like i'm a horse girl anyways and so it was just such an amazing event to watch like if you've never been you need to put that on your list because it's amazing. You know how many people that don't know what we're talking about think we're complete weirdos because you can say, uh, they're starting a cult and it's emotional. Yeah, it is. It It really is. It it is. It's incredible. And you know, it's quiet because I think people are so invested in the information that they're receiving and the, the amount of knowledge. That and the animal. I mean, this animal has never been to an arena before. It's never been in a crowd like that and they've never heard people cheering or clapping and it's like and they these people realize that and they know that that's a huge part of it. I mean, at some point, you know, even in the championship round, they would do they would complete a task or whatever and the, they would say don't clap, don't clap because yeah. we're focused. Like wait till the end and it was, you know, it's just all of the things that go into it was amazing. It's so different than anything else I do all year long. Yeah. But uh, I think a lot of people don't realize like it gets me kind of back to a world that I used to kind of live in was like, you know, I judged horses in, in high school and college. And, and matter of fact, that's what I had a, a college scholarship to go be on a, on a horse judging team. And so that's where I thought life was headed was to be a horse show judge the rest of my life. And, and, you know, God had a different plan and, and threw me into the world of Western sports and, and thank goodness for that. Hi, buddy. Um, but you still get to, it's almost like a breath of fresh air, even though it's really, really long days and a lot of work and stress, it's almost like a recharge because it takes you right back to like the heart of it and reminds you, you know, why you do what you do and what you love about it and, and things like that. And I mean, I, I had so much fun. It went by so fast. I remember thinking like, Oh, that's so many days to be there. And the next thing we knew, it was Sunday and we were done. And I was like, it's still daylight. You want to drive home? I want to try to get all of the competitors from this year's Road to the Horse on the podcast at some point. Um, Again, shout out to my buddy Dan James. I know many of you that have been listening for a long time. You you heard a, a podcast a while back. Dan James, his wife Elizabeth and Brad Narducci. Actually, it's it's still one of the most talked about episodes we have. Um, it was absolutely ridiculous. If you haven't listened to it, go back in the archives. I have no idea what number it is, but it's Dan James and Brad Narducci. And Dan is just such a colorful character. He's such a... Um, just such a great guy. So And has amazing stories. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I promise you, because um, there was a lot of you that reached out during Road to the Horse and said, please tell me there's a Dan James podcast in the works. There will be. We did not do it in Fort Worth. The time just did not work on our side while we were there. But there will be another Dan James episode as soon as I can make it work. Yeah. I'm going to try to get Wade Black on. We go to Nampa, Idaho here in a couple of weeks. And and up there, Wade Black, actually the champion there at Road to the Horse this year. So congrats to Wade Black. Um, took the victory over Ken McNabb and Craig Cameron, who I think are two of the greatest humans God ever created. Um, the wild card competition, Cole Cameron, Craig's son. So uh, again, if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, go back, look it up. Um, you, you can still check it out, I think, on Ride Pass and the Cowboy Channel, but just such a, a great event. Are you looking for the episode number? 11. Oh, episode 11? Yes. Really? It was that early in the mm-hmm. podcast? I bet mm-hmm. it sucked. It was March I bet 30th it's so of 2019. Bad. No, it's actually a really good one. Really? Mm-hmm. I bet it. Oh. I listened to it a couple times. Yeah. Th- those guys are both hilarious. So anyways, check that out. Um, thanks for the help. That's what I'm here for. Going back and, and helping me. That's what I'm here for. Find out what podcast. What else did we do in Texas? Uh, boot campaign. Speaking of help, you can. I, I am always 
always, always in favor of helping other people, especially when it comes to our military. So shout out to every veteran that listens to this. Uh, thank you, because yes. we literally don't. I, I truly believe we literally do not get to draw a breath on this earth without the men and women who serve in our military. Amen. I just, I, I wholeheartedly believe that you'll never change my mind. And so we're forever grateful and indebted to uh, every person that's ever served in our military. That being said, uh, sometimes there are some hardships that come along with that. There are some obstacles to overcome. And, and I, I truly believe it's our duty as American citizens to try to help um, get through those moments of adversity and climb those obstacles. And organization that I'm super, super, super humbled and honored to work with is uh, a group called Boot Campaign. And I've been, I met them a couple of years ago. We've been working together on, you know, some projects in the last couple of years, but they are unbelievably caring people and they do such, such good work. I, w- I want you to follow them on Instagram. It's boot campaign, pretty simple at boot campaign. And, um, we understand that there's a lot of military nonprofits, but there are few in the world that I think genuinely care on a humanistic basis. Does, yeah. that, does that make sense what I'm saying here? Um, every single case is different. And because every case is different, every solution is going to look different. And so Boot Campaign goes out and they... They use their resources and knowledge to formulate a plan of attack to um, to fix whatever the problem is. Yeah, I mean, they help. It's individually based, so it's not an umbrella, one, one donation fits all kind of thing. So someone could go in with health issues and they're going to find someone to help them with their health issues. Someone could go in with, um, money issues, physical issues, financial issues, mental rehabilitation, anything, uh, anything. They're going to find a way to help them. And, And it's not a, here's a check, go fix it. It's a, okay, let's fix this together. Let us help you. And now you're part of the family. And so I I really encourage you, if you feel like you need to do something good in the world and you feel like God's leading you to, you know, to reach out and help others, I'm begging you to get a little information about Boot Campaign. You can go to bootcampaign.org and learn about their mission and what they're doing. Or you can, like I said, follow them on Instagram. And, And the best, the easiest way you can do it, and I know many of you have seen I've posted the shirt that says you matter. That you matter shirt is one of the most impactful things I, I've I've ever seen in my life. And I say this not just because of, of what we're talking about in the military world. Everybody knows now that, you know, 22 veterans are lost to suicide each and every day. Okay. That shirt is a constant reminder to every man and woman that's ever served in our military that your life matters, that you matter to all of us. But here's the other thing. It's not even just a veteran thing. Like the shirt that says you matter, I love just in general because everybody is going to read that, whether they were in the military, whether they got bullied in school, whether they just had a rough day, if they just went through a divorce, if they had a breakup, if they just got fired. Like I just think that I want to, okay, I'm going to just start wearing the you matter shirt every day (laughs) and hope that it helps somebody put a smile on their face. Well, because it's true. I mean, no matter who you are, what you do, what you've done, where you're going, what what your situation is, you matter, no matter what. Yeah, even if I don't like you, I mean, you matter to somebody. I mean, it takes all kinds of kinds and you matter. And so- That was a joke and you didn't even like, you didn't even care. <laughs> it's because I like I everybody. Yeah. Okay, so anyways, moving on. <laughs> uh, your dog just farted, but- No, he burped. No, no, he farted. Um- no, but it's true. I mean, there's so many people that there's so many people out there that think the world would never know if I wasn't here, you know, and it's like, That's it's so, not, so true. not true and it's so sad. And it's, I just, it just, it goes back to 
you as a person, anyone you come in contact with, it could be a simple smile. It could be holding the door. It could be telling your friends, Hey, are you okay? Or or just ask somebody how their day is. I'm I'm begging everybody that listens to this to genuinely care enough about another human to ask them how their day is. I don't care if it's somebody you haven't talked to in five years, 10 years, if it's a stranger in, in the grocery store, Ask them I've, how they're doing. I've seen this happen so many times where we'll be in line for something, whether it's like the post office or Subway or whatever, and the worker is so overwhelmed because they're super slammed busy and everyone's being jerks to them. And you can just see it. Everyone's like, ugh, they're, you know, they're rude. They're, they suck, whatever. They're assholes. And we get up to them and we're like, hey, how are you today? Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. It, and it, it's like, wow, they it's sad. It, and it's almost like at first they're like, good. How are you? And then you're like it's routine. Yeah, it's routine. And then you, you know, we'll ask him something else like, Hey, you know, we know you're working really hard. We're doing the, you're doing the best you can. And it's like, you see their whole body language change and they're like, these people legit care what like they legit care and they will tell us like, Oh, you know, I wasn't supposed to work today. Someone else called in. I'm so tired. I've got this call. And then they vent and then they're like, Hey, have a great day. Like, thanks for chatting. Like, and you can just tell it spun their day in a whole new direction. And it was literally three minutes. It can literally take less than 30 seconds to change a person's life. Yeah. And so I'm I'm genuine. That's, that's, what I want out of this episode, I'm begging you for a favor. Take the time every day, whether you want to or not. I don't care how how good your day is, how bad your day is. Even even if you're the one having a bad day and you genuinely reach out to someone to ask them how their day is or hold the door open, um, it's going to make you feel better too. Even if there's been millions of doors we've held open or Matt's held open that someone's never even said thank you. Yeah, people are assholes. <laughs> <laughs> but it that doesn't mean, you know, like, okay, well, you tried. Like, yeah. And they may I think later to themselves. I did the right <sighs> thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. Just do the right thing. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't care what you're doing in the world. It's, it's a pretty easy... It goes back to the... Uh, you know what we were talking about earlier, and we have decisions to make all day, every day. Choose, and decide just to be do happy. The right thing. Choose, like decide to be friendly, kind. But on the flip side of that, don't ever hesitate to ask for help. It's it's okay if you're the one having a bad day, or you're the one that thinks, you know what, the no the world cares. the world wouldn't even know if if I just disappeared or anything like that. Like no. That's not the case. That's there, there's You're, a reason that God puts us all here on this earth, and and I'm not saying that you know you're going to find God's purpose right away. But what I am saying is it's our duty as humans to be there for other people to ask for help. It's okay to not be okay, and it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to ask for guidance. I get a lot of DMs on my Instagram about. Strangely enough, people ask me for relationship advice, which blows my mind because I don't know if people just don't, I mean, I, you know, they don't know my whole story. They don't know, you know, people look at us and think, oh, like they're so in love. I want to find my perfect match. And I'm like, y'all, I'm 35 years old. Like it took a long time. It took a lot of failed relationships. It took, took a lot of lessons. It took a lot of never settling. It took a lot of prayer. It took a lot of patience too. Yes. For me, I, I had to be patient. I had to constantly remind myself the same as I do today that like things happen. You know, we talk about the rings. We talk about all of these other things. Like things happen in God's time. Yes. And so people ask me all the time, they're like, well, how did you... Because I always say, I you know, I prayed for Matt. I prayed to, you know, be the woman that... Uh, that brings up another good question. That um, I needed to be for my future husband. Like, I prayed for guidance. I prayed for signs. I prayed for help. And I people always ask me all the time, like, what did you pray for? How did you pray? What did you ask for? And I, I you know, even with work and life choices and things like that, I always ask for signs and guidance. And, and I always... 
I talk to God like he's sitting right next to me. Like I talk to him all day, every day, like he's my best friend. I talk to him out loud. I pray every morning. I pray every night. Like it's a constant thing. And when I tell people that they're like, you can, you can ask God for signs or you can ask for, you know, and it's like, yes, like. I think people misinterpret or misunderstand what prayer really is. Um, it says in First Thessalonians to rejoice always and pray without ceasing. And I think that a lot of times we think that in order to pray, we have to like get down on our knees. We have to close our eyes. We have to like fold our hands, bow our heads and do all that stuff. And while I think that's great at certain times, like I think for people like us that, that believe in God and that have faith and that are very, you know, very rooted in our faith. I think that when you talk to yourself, think about that because everybody talks to their self in their own mind. Who are you talking to? Yeah. And a lot of people will say, well, I'm talking to myself. No, you're not. Yeah. No, you're not. I don't, I don't, I don't care. This is my belief. And, and you're free, obviously, because we live in the greatest country in the world. You're free to, to believe however you want to. My belief is those thoughts to ourselves are a direct line to God. Oh, I mean, I do it all the, all the time. I mean, and it's, there's times where I've prayed and screamed and cried with tears rolling down my face driving down the road mm-hmm. or, you know, laughing and just thinking and and rejoicing. And there's times where you're, you've made me mad and I'm like, Lord, help me <laughs> right now, you know? And it's true. I mean, I, you know, it's just, he's, he's my best friend, my everything. And he's who I go to for every, everything, everything. People, people again, misunderstand. Cause you talked about, well, I didn't know I could ask God for certain things. Yeah. You, you look, you can ask for anything in the world. You know, you're not going to ask God, I, I'd really like for you to send me a million dollars. Or, you know, I remember, I remember earlier in my life thinking about things in terms of like, I knew I could go to God and I could ask God for, for things and for signs and everything. And, and, and I always I put terms on it. And now I know that that was very wrong, but I would put terms on God's answers to me. And I would say, God, if, if this is what you want, then the next road sign I pass needs to say this or whatever. Like, <laughs> like an ultimatum. And, and yeah, like like I gave God an ultimatum. And now I look at it and I'm like, you idiot. You have no idea what you're doing. But the, I mean, then. it was how you but, were coping with it because... Right. Well, and it was like I knew, I understood enough to know that I could go to God with these questions and, 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 and ask for things and ask for guidance. But I... I had to realize that, look, it's God's time. He's going to answer the way he feels like it. Um, you're not going to tell God how to answer. Uh, and I I just think it's it's funny that I think that a lot of times that's how we do things. Well, and a lot of it's missed too because you'll ask, say, okay, for, for instance, the million dollars. You, you want a million dollars. Okay, well, you might get a job offer. The next day or you know later on and it's like well no i don't want to work i want the money <laughs> yeah, like no no bucks, no man. no that's not how this works you know like he'll that you know, minimum you, wage <laughs> job might be what leads you to yeah to like your and drink. it might not be tomorrow and it might not be next year but in 10 years you're gonna go oh i get it now that's why that never worked out i mean literally when i met matt it wasn't i mean it was i knew I'm like, this is why no other relationship ever worked. This is why I took all the turns I did. This is, you know, why I get it now. So, you know, and it, it all makes sense one day. But yes, I mean. It's okay to ask for help. Yes. <laughs> it, it, it's okay to go to God and say, hey, look, big guy, I need some help. Yeah, like show me I, I just your need way. some direction. I yeah. Need, and it might not come right away. Uh, and it is probably it not going to look like the way you want it to. But again, you just have to have faith. And man, this this episode has been like all over the place. Yeah, like it, it really has. I mean, they really all are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it it is Easter as we sat down and record this episode. 
Easter is, I I think Easter is probably my favorite quote unquote holiday because it shows the true power of the God that we serve. Um, it shows that no matter what life puts in front of you, anything can happen. Anything is attainable. They literally crucified Jesus on a cross as a human being. Um, and one of the things that Nate, our preacher, talked about this morning is, is I think some people think it's just metaphoric. I think some people think that it's just a good story in the in the Bible. I mean, it, like, uh, like I believe these things really happened. Yeah, 100%. really, genuinely, like, like my faith, real life happened. Yeah, my faith. I believe that they. I I believe that they crucified Jesus as a human. And I believe that all of a sudden he was back and the real power of God was displayed. And yes, we were forgiven um, of all of our sins, but it doesn't mean that we don't make mistakes and we have to realize that we make mistakes. But I think, again, just to the, the course of this episode, I think that we need to realize God put other people on this earth for us to depend on, to rely on, to use in a sense that we can go to them for help. We can go to God for help. We can go to each other for help. You can message Megan. I yeah. you can message me, but I'm horrible about replying. <laughs> Hit no, me up but, in the but DMs. I mean that. Like like yeah. if you're out there and you're struggling with anything, like please don't ever hesitate. Don't ever think that one, don't ever think God's too busy to answer your prayers. Two, don't ever think that like any anybody is too attainable. I have the utmost respect. Like there's some people that and we'll we'll I'm sure we've talked about this. We'll talk about it a million times, but like there's some people I never thought I would meet in my life. And then I met them and we ended up having full blown conversations on social media, you know, like in DMs or text messages or whatever, and it's like, you know, I never thought I would run into that person, much less have a a semblance of a relationship or communication or anything like that. So don't hesitate to reach out to people. If you need help, do it. Yeah, ask. Hey, um, I need some help. What do you need? Dinner. Okay. Well, I don't know why you're hungry because you ate all of my beaver nuggets. Well. Matthew. Maybe I don't need to eat. This is why I put them across the table. Rude. It's not my fault. Like, whatever. Anything else? No. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh. Oh. No. Um. <laughs> what? What is so funny? It's rude. How? How am I rude? You look beautiful. That doesn't count. That's okay. not. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> Your dogs are just going crazy. He's on the, okay. Whatever. Yeah, the dogs are about to tear the house down. Um <laughs> he is so just yeah, this is a great way to close it. The dog has crawled up on the couch and is taking over the entire But it's house. like the couch that no one ever sits on and no like the dogs don't ever sit on. But also, we're sitting in the kitchen at the kitchen table, which we don't usually sit here unless and he's we have not food. But he's trying to make sure everybody knows. But I think there. he wants to sit where he can see us. Yeah. And see, now they're back. All right. So, anyways, um, <laughs> happy like, Sunday, again, happy yeah, Easter, happy Easter, everybody. Sorry for the delay in the podcast. I and sorry for the randomness of this, but yeah, it's all over the place. But I, we I love think y'all. Big, we we you try matter. To, we we try to put a message with everything we do. Um, you know, and, is- and my buddy Andrew reached out and he, he was like, I love, you know, the, the message that you try to spin and that's important to us. And and I think to, today's message is that you do matter and that you can always ask for help. There's always, even when you feel like nobody cares and, and when, you know, like there, there's nobody you can go to, there's somebody. Um, find them. Find, it, it's worth finding that person that you can ask for help. Uh, no matter who it is. So anyways, uh, stay positive, everybody. Happy Easter. God is so good. God really, is good all the time. Even the worst day of your life, God is so good. Um, Megan underscore Richards underscore 
underscore. Someday we'll get that changed. We've got to get that changed. That's so annoying. <laughs> so annoying. Matt L. West. Again, shout out to our friends at WSM Auctioneers. Um, Beck's sunglasses. Make sure you use the code Matt. Also, uh, I'm begging you, go look up Boot Campaign. Bootcampaign.org or at Boot Campaign on social media. They are amazing. As always, shout out to Finolio Boots, American Hats, all the people that keep us going. Wrangler. Um, Shotville Ridge, Westfit. Yeah, Team Cooper Tires. <laughs> all of them. Uh, all of the above. Guys, you guys have continued to give us such a an amazing life. And, and man, I'm, just, I'm thankful for you guys. So, so thankful. Hope everybody had a, an amazing Easter. Hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. If you did, make sure you hit subscribe. Make sure you hit the five-star rating. Drop us a review. Um, we do go back, we read them, we check them out. So let us know what you think. Hit us up on social media and have a great day. Don't forget every day is an opportunity to get better. Amen. All right. See you next time. You're done. Bye. Bye. <laughs> is it over? It's over. I hate when it's over. See you next time. <laughs> okay. See you next time. <laughs>